Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mercy Talk podcast from Mercy Multiplied, where we are passionate about empowering you with biblical principles for growing in mental, emotional, and spiritual health and equipping you to share those principles with others. I am Melanie Wise, and joining me on this episode is your friend and mine, Dr. Brooke Keels. And I am so excited that we are launching into a series on Mercy Talk that's really just going to be focused around breaking free from bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. And we're going to talk a lot through this series about how forgiveness plays a vital role in your ability to live in freedom, honestly, way more than I think most people realize. And we're going to talk about how destructive it is just for your soul to live with unresolved bitterness and resentment. And we're just going to cover a wide range of topics in all of that. Why would we choose to do a whole series on this topic? Well, it is because forgiveness is ultimately the way that we stay in step with God's heart. He is a God of love, compassion, and forgiveness. So when we choose to be people of forgiveness, we are choosing to align ourselves with his heart. And that is why this topic matters so much. So today we're going to set the stage for the series by talking even more about the why We've all been told probably multiple times throughout our lives that forgiveness is important, but could you actually verbalize why? I hope today's episode is going to really help clarify that question and also just inspire every one of us to grow in our capacity to forgive. We are so glad that you've joined us today and hope you enjoy the show. Well, Brooke, how are you feeling about this series? Pretty excited. I know <laughs> yeah. you are. I'm very excited. Yes, this is one of my favorite, favorite topics. And as yep. you know, because I have bullied you into giving it to me every empower. Um, At every training yeah. we do, yeah, there is one topic I know that if yep. I ever were to take it from Brooke, she'd be done. She'd be mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Like, why am I even <laughs> here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it is on this topic. And yeah. I think there's like, I don't know, there's there's a good reason for that. I don't think it's just because, I mean, there's a reason that you're really passionate about this yeah. one. Yeah. And I think you're going to be able to speak to it in a, a really unique and powerful way. I just know even for myself, like when I first started working at Mercy and I started listening to the testimonies of the young women going through our residential program, I started noticing a very consistent trend And it was that like all of them would be sharing about their journey at Mercy and, you know, they were here and they were working the program and they were doing all the things, but it wasn't until they reached this crossroads of forgiveness and made the choice to start the forgiveness process towards those who had wounded them that like everything broke open wide in front of them. I mean, it and it was happening so consistently. I mean, I had always been taught like forgiveness is important. It's one of the things right. we're supposed to do. Yeah, sure, right. fine. But what I started realizing for the first time in my life was I was listening to all these stories going, oh my goodness, this isn't just like, this isn't just something that we're supposed to do because God said, do it. This is a pivotal piece of people's freedom. And I just don't know that people are... I don't, I don't know. I know that I had never made that connection personally, um, right. but I don't know how many of us are really aware or are really making the connection that some of the things we're struggling with, maybe some of the areas where we're extra sensitive or where we're easily mm-hmm. offended or relationship issues that we're having, 
Um, or honestly, just even kind of living maybe with a overall just heavy weight on us. Yeah. That some of those things could go back to areas of of unforgiveness. And so yeah. I don't know. I'm just interested before we get into a lot of the meat of today's episode, just kind of what you've seen as far as just the overall importance of this one. Yeah. I mean, I think the number one thing that keeps people sick, you know, mm-hmm. overall, um, emotionally, mental health, maybe even physically in some ways is, mm-hmm. is unforgiveness. And mm-hmm. because it breeds, and we'll talk about this bitterness and offense, and we begin responding to other people. And so it just is a, a circle that eats itself alive at all mm-hmm. times. And, <clears throat> You know, it's, um, yeah. And so when people, and I feel like too, yeah, like it, I don't know how discipled we all were about forgiveness. Mm-hmm, I think it mm-hmm. was just more of like, well, if you don't, then you're going to go to hell. And, yeah. you know, or, you know, that was sort of my story with it, yeah. maybe a little less overt than that, but that was it. You just do it because God said versus like, right. obviously we have a very intentional and loving and caring God. And the reason he said that wasn't to threaten us, right? It was because freedom exists Mm -hmm. in forgiveness. And then I think it gets manipulated because we don't get, you know, we're not discipled and we don't understand what it really is and what it really means and that it actually has nothing to do with the other person. And so, you know, then we believe all these lies about it and get caught up in it and, you know, and so that, and then that keeps us stuck. And so, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm passionate about it. I don't know that I can think of you know, even, you know, we've taught, if you've listened to the show, like we've talked about like agreements that are made like out of situations or trauma or relationships, but a lot of that, it all hinges on forgiveness and understanding what that is. And I think it's the core mm-hmm. of what Christ came to do is to forgive mm-hmm. us. And therefore, you know, um, for us to, to give that to others, but, but, um, I don't, yeah. So I don't know how long, how much yeah. we've really taking a deep dive in that overall. And I, right. I, don't, I mean, I know for me, I don't know that I heard anything about it really at all before being mm-hmm. in mercy. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, other than just like the typical yep. church thing, you know? And so. I think that's the thing is like you said, we, we haven't been discipled in it as far as like, like really receiving a lot of clarity on what it is yep. and certainly on like how, Yeah. like what does it even look like? What does that mean? How do I do this? We're just told to do it. So then in the absence of receiving that kind of discipling and teaching, there's all of this other junk that's gotten attached to it that I don't believe was ever part of God's heart or his truth as it relates to forgiveness. And so, you know, for us, Keys to Freedom is our discipleship study, our core study that we um, utilize at Mercy and that we, you know, have out in the world now. And it's one of the keys. It's one of the seven keys, right? But, but like, it's impossible for us to do justice to a topic like this in just a few pages in a Bible study or even in you know, we've done some episodes on forgiveness here and there. We've never done a full deep dive series because I mean, and even in this series, I'm sure we're going to be frustrated because there's still so much to say about this, but I just, I, we were both feeling just like we needed to do some deeper work in this and just a deeper dive. And even for me, as I've researched and read on this topic, I'm like, there are things coming (laughs) alive for me that I'm like, I've never been told that I've never even thought about it that way. And there were still even some areas I was, I was literally talking to uh, my two sisters-in-law laws, two Mm -hmm. sisters-in-law. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure the right way to say that. 
in my husband just yesterday. And I told him, I have read multiple books on forgiveness. I have taught on this or been part of teaching this topic for years. And there are still things that I have learned through some of the podcasts I've listened to, through some of the things that I've read that I had never even thought about before. Um, And so I'm realizing that there is like a deep well of of understanding that's available to us in this area. Um, But I have to say before we start, because I, I, one of the things that we were the, honestly the most concerned about was that people were going to see this series or the titles of these episodes and dismiss them as not something that they needed for themselves. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people, myself included, like myself included, I will share more about this in later episodes where I got into this topic and I'm like, I don't really personally connect with this one right now in this season of life. Like, I don't really feel like there's any unforgiveness that I'm withhold or that I'm holding right now. Like, this isn't really applicable to me. And right. even through this journey of researching and writing this series, I was like, oh, no, we have areas of unforgiveness that I just have. I've just kind of like pushed them aside. We got to keep moving forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, my, that was one of my biggest fears was that people would think that this doesn't really apply to them. Um, but this isn't just about forgiving people who like hurt you in the past, although it will be about that. This is about living a lifestyle of forgiveness. And we have to understand what it means. And and we certainly also have to know how to help others who are walking through that journey. So for anyone who's listening, going, uh, let's just skip over this series. I would plead with you to not do that. This is too important. This is too pivotal for your journey, for the journeys of all those that you love and care about. Um, and I will tell you that I received a text this morning from one of those sisters-in-law uh, who actually, I do believe, on occasion, listens to Mercy Talk. Oh. So if she listens to this episode, shout out to my sister-in-law. Um, but I loved, she sent me this like screenshot um, of... I don't know what this actually even was from. I think it was just like from a tweet thread um, that someone had posted um, and and it was actually using content from. So apparently Tim Keller has a book that he just released in November of this year um, called Forgive. Why should I and how can I? So I'm just now finding out this book after I've already written these uh, the outlines for the series. And I'm like, oh, no, now I need to go read another book. And but, uh-huh. um, all this to say, though, somebody had, had kind of written out this tweet thread or posted this tweet thread about the seven warning signs of unforgiveness. Ooh. And oh, man, oh, man. So I was like, you know what? What better way to start this series? And for all of you who think like I have no one I need to forgive or no one that I'm withholding forgiveness from. Let's just let's just consider I'm going to use your. Your favorite word there, consider. Here we're, again, this is from Tim Keller's book, um, The Seven Warning Signs, I guess, of Unforgiveness is what it's uh, pointing towards. So, uh, number one, you roll your eyes inside and think, you idiot, what a mess you are when you're considering this other person. Number two, you hear about the person having a problem, and it is very satisfying. Number three, You start to find most things they do irritating. Number four, you start to feel awkwardness in the relationship. Number five, you start avoiding the person. Number six, you get a chance to pass along negative information about the person and enjoy it. And number seven, 
you are hardly speaking to each other, and there's a lot of very obvious friction that others can see. So let me just say, <laughs> other than the awkwardness one, maybe I live 95% of my life like that. <laughs> maybe that's why this is important. I me. mean, <laughs> I'm like, you like, all should be free, but I'm going to be over here. Yeah, but I'm good. I'm going to teach you. you. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, man. Yeah, clearly something cool. that you and I have completely I love, conquered. I love that you started. I know, right? <laughs> See, I was doing this for a very digital purpose, oh, probably to put man. you and me in our place to probably start us so. off, but also yeah. just for everyone <laughs> to consider. Like, when I looked at that list, I mean, I looked at every single one of them and I was like, I can. Within three seconds, I can think of someone that I've done that with right now. It doesn't mean Basically that just because you find with. someone a little irritating, you haven't forgiven them. There's just saying right. these are warning signs, okay? Warning signs. But I did find it very, uh, I don't know, interesting. But today, really, what we want to talk about is why this even matters at all. Um, and I know we've kind of pointed to that in a few things we've already spoken to, but I just kind of want to get into a few more specifics because yeah. we, we're not going to go into all of this other stuff without just starting here. Like, why does this matter? Um, one of the resources that I, um, read in preparation for this series was a book, uh, that I had just heard was really powerful by Lisa Turkhurst and it's called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. And I would highly recommend it. It's a powerful story, a personal story of hers. Um, but then man, what she, um, what she kind of gleaned from that season and wrote about was just very, very powerful. So in her book, she mentions like some of the specific fruits of unforgiveness. So, um, Brooke, if you want to kick yeah. us off with just kind of some of the things that she mentions and we'll go from there. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you and I have talked about it on here, just in our life, um, but she has a lot of uh, videos on YouTube connected yeah, with this too. You and mentioned I, that. But I, I do like this book. Mm -hmm. I went and read it because I, what I had really dug, dug into were the videos, which I thought mm -hmm, were really great. Mm -hmm. And um, and I have actually assigned this book, if you will, to clients before, um, hmm. especially walking through similar situations. And And I think it's just, I really appreciate what she's done here. So if you're somebody who's like, ugh. Lisa Turkhurst. I mean, maybe you're not that dramatic about it, um, but Gosh. just whatever. I mean, I think there are a lot of people who are not thrilled about always reading Christian authors in general. Yeah. And if you ex like are out there, um, you know, then I just would say I think this one's worth. This one's worth it. This one's worth it. And so, the videos. And the video. I enjoyed those. Yes. Where did you and find these videos? They were just on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, I think she just posted like when all this came out and, and it's, you know, her and her husband and I will save my judgment for this and her therapist um, talking about this process mm -hmm. um, of forgiveness that they've walked through. And it was just it was just really good, especially if you mm. dealt with any, you know, adultery or just anything like that. And with yeah. your partners, which is usually mm -hmm. hurts pretty badly. So, mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, so I'm just, I'm just giving that context as I dive into this. Um, Brooke read so, it and liked it. That's what the bottom line. So some of the fruits of unforgiveness, um, <laughs> opposed to the ones you just gave, which were great, uh, is cynicism. And so what that is, is basically if I hope for less, it will protect me and prevent more pain. Mm -hmm. Um, and mm -hmm. I think, you know, most of us can logically know that's not true. Mm -hmm. 
I think typically, you know, we, we're cynical because it has, we have agreed with this idea that it will keep us safe. Right. Mm-hmm. And most of the things we do that are negative and hurtful to us are out of that place. It's not just because we're like, I really want my life to be hard. You know, like that's not yeah. the decision. It's we've learned to that in some way that has made us feel less pain theoretically. Um, and why we don't want that is that it creates a negative filter that we see the entire world and everyone around us. Um, and we start to seek out and focus on the worst in people uh, in the worst in people. And ultimately, it just steals our joy. And, mm-hmm. and I can just tell you, it's funny because I remember growing up and I'm like, you know, I was a shock, negative person. And I was like, well, I'm just cynical. I just mm-hmm. see things the way they are, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. Realistic. Dumb, yeah. Know. Yeah. I'm just realistic. I just live in reality. Everybody else yeah, is yeah. delusional, you know, and my yeah. sweet, 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 optimistic mother was just devastated. And. <laughs> So I have since uh, had my butt kicked in a good way and have grown up, but it is something I think that for me is one of those things that I can very quickly dive into, you know, and, you know, yep. and, and so I, I get the tendency or the desire to do that and feel like it somehow makes you feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, another fruit of unforgiveness is delay, right? So we find ourselves basically just uh, sitting in it, right? So we're just mm-hmm. playing every scenario out um, you know, uh, I think as you said, like old movies, right? Over and over of what happened, feeling like you're justified and just sitting there in mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. Uh, bitterness and anger. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and most likely, right, with the hope that, that, you know, typically you're trying to figure out like what happened and make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and there's a, f- a phrase that I've used for a very long time, but it's like, you can't rationalize crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, people will get so stuck in that. All of us do this. Everybody does it. But I'm, I'll just take it from a from a counseling standpoint. They'll just like want to understand, want to understand, want to say like it, you're never going to. because yeah. you, you weren't you weren't them. You weren't them. It. We have no idea how and why. But I think that's one of those things when I talk about lies. Um, that's one of those things that the grieving process does not require you to understand why somebody did what they did. And I right. think we think if we do that, that somehow frees us and that's not true. And it actually keeps you in this delay art and keeps yeah. you stuck. Um, and it increase just increases the pain. It never provides answers. And I mean, mm. like never. Yeah. Okay? And, um, you know, overall, <laughs> um, and over the course of time, like our hearts just get harder and harder because we're just sitting in it. And, yeah. and then you get frustrated that you're sitting in it. Right. Cause that's the other part of it. It's like, I can't move on because I'm, I'm grasping for something that's just never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Lisa Turkhurst talks about like, we think that the hardening of our hearts is protecting us. But interestingly, what she says is hardened hearts have such a propensity to get shattered. Soft hearts don't as easily break. I think there's a lot to unpack there and nuance, you know, and, but I, but I agree, right. The the harder you make your heart, like you're just looking for people to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And that is the, mm-hmm. the filter with which you exist all of mm-hmm. the time. And if you have a soft heart and have really good boundaries, mm-hmm. like how much joy you find through healthy and safe people. Right. Yeah. And you're able to kind of filter all of that out. And just probably how much more resilient you are yeah. to people yeah. wounding I mean, I I thought that was an interesting quote, like soft hearts don't as easily break. And I think 
I'm assuming here, like what she was getting at was that idea of like when my heart is softer, it's not as easily offended. It is not as um, just, I don't know, just as quick to be, to be, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's the best word that I'm going for here is just offended. Um, and so I I don't know. I just thought, found that very, very interesting because you, you're kind of taught the opposite. Like if I'm too soft, I'm just going to get, I'm going to get hurt. Um, and, and she's just posing a different idea. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. And I think that, you know, part of, we talked about like the myth and the lies we believe and like part of the myth and lies we believe is that having a soft heart, it somehow makes us unsafe. Um, Mm. and that's just not true. So Um, and again, something I have talked about many times on this podcast of myself figuring out. Um, so the last, the last, uh, little indicator here for us or fruit, excuse me, fruit is, um, trust issues, right? So what that means is that you somehow feel like you're going to be able to catch everyone that is out to Mm -hmm. hurt you and ultimately that you'll be able to prove that no one is truly honest so we can justify our unhealth. Trusting no one. Yeah. It's right. great. We trust no one. Everybody's the worst. Um, and you know, here's the thing, like we don't want that because it chokes out mm-hmm. the life of everyone that gets close to you. You will never feel loved. No, how, no matter how many people love you. Um, and frankly, it requires a lot of energy, a lot of a men- mental, emotional, and physical actually energy when you are functioning mm-hmm. in mistrust of all people like that affects your, you know, your stress levels that affects your adrenals, like all those things. And that is just not good. And so, yeah. you know, so if you're walking around having a lot of trust issues, then there, you know, may or may not be some unforgiveness we need to dive into. So, for sure. For yeah. sure. I mean, it's like when I hear someone say that, like, I just, a really hard time trusting anyone. I'm like, oh, you've yeah. No one just no one just comes out of the womb like that. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. I mean, and, and most people, yeah, and most people get there honestly, and I think it feels overwhelming yeah. to yeah. even know. But it's just, I mean, look, it's a it's a process, and it takes some time. And nobody's like, well, just trust everyone. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. You can't trust mm-hmm. what's untrustworthy. That's not it. Mm-hmm. The key right. is healing and figuring out who are safe people who deserves my trust and who deserves mm-hmm. not my unforgiveness. Right. But the, the boundary of like, you don't get to speak in to my life mm-hmm. and I get mm-hmm. to choose who does and doesn't, you know? Yeah. Yep. And so it's, it's a, it's a process and it's a lot yep. of learned things, you know? So you've, you've mentioned, I think three now of the fruits of unforgiveness that mm-hmm. Lisa Turkhurst talks about in her book. And then um, the last one I'll mention, <laughs> and it's kind of a doozy is, yeah. Resentment and bitterness. And yeah. it was funny because I remember thinking as as we were looking at uh, this outline, I was like, okay, those are two words that we tend to use interchangeably often mm-hmm. or they always are said together. Yeah. Like resentment and bitterness, resentment and bitterness. And so I just decided, mm-hmm. for the heck of it, just look it up. Like what's the difference actually between these two? Like I think I could come up with that in my head, but I was actually just interested in the actual definitions of those words. And so what I found was that the definition of resentment is a bitter indignation at having been treated unfairly a nagging feeling that you have been treated unfairly in some way by another person. So that's resentment. And then bitterness was anger and disappointment at being treated unfairly, an emotional state of feeling let down and unable to do anything about it. And I 
I don't, I'm honestly wishing I remember where I found these definitions, but for this one, it said it was different that bitterness was different than anger because it involves feeling helpless to change things, mm. which I just thought was very interesting. And, you know, you were talking about like with these other ones, like why you don't want it. Well, why you don't want resentment and bitterness is because it makes you like the most miserable human being and no one wants to be around you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so, it's that just would be so, why. I mean, honestly, like we were, as I was kind of prepping the series and all this stuff was just in the forefront of my mind, my husband and I, a, a certain individual came to mind mm-hmm. that we were like, man, is there anyone you avoid more than that person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when you get in a conversation with that person, the bitterness and resentment that that person has about life yeah. is oozing out of every pore of their body. And every conversation ends up going towards something or someone that has wronged them. Every, I have known this person for many years and I am telling you that every single time I've been in a conversation with them, it ends up going towards some way that they've been wronged or mistreated or what so-and-so did to me and how I, I mean, it's, it's absolutely miserable and it's kind of an extreme case. And like you said, they come by it honestly, like even knowing this person and knowing their story, it makes sense. It makes sense as to why they kind of are in that place, but it is absolutely, it's miserable to be around them, but it's also just so miserable to imagine being them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just can't yeah. imagine going about my life feeling that. And and I remember uh, Lisa Turkerson in her book just said, like, I've never seen a bitter person and thought, wow, I really want to know more about the hope of God in their life. You know, like you're just <laughs> yeah. never around someone who's just a bitter person and just think like, I'm so inspired by their heart and by the way that they see the world, right? It just, right. so it, it doesn't just affect you. It absolutely affects all of the people around you. Yep. And one of the things, one of the quotes that I really liked from her book, she said that bitterness is like liquid acid seeping into every part of us and corrupting all that it touches. And she said mm. it not only reaches unhealed places, but it also eats away all that is healed and healthy in us. Bitterness leaves nothing unaffected. Bitterness over one thing will locate bitterness hiding inside of us over other things, and it will always intensify our reactions, skew our perspective, and take us further and further away from peace. So it's almost like living in resentment and bitterness just breeds more resentment and bitterness. Like she Mm -hmm. talks about it being like magnets. She said it like calls forth every other feeling of undealt with wrongs in your life. It's like they just find each other and then they just multiply their effects and their impacts on you. And so these are not small things, y'all. I mean, I just look at that list and I'm just, oh, I'm just, please, Lord, may I not live in these places. I don't want to be a bitter, resentful, non-trusting, cynical human being. That is not, there's nothing about that that is a picture to the world of like the goodness and faithfulness and love of God. (laughs) Like it's just so far from his heart for us. Yeah, And so that to me personally just motivates me all the more. I want to know how to forgive and I want to be someone who walks in forgiveness every single day of my life because I do not want to land in these places. Yeah. Well, I like that you said that because you mentioned this earlier about resilience, right? Mm. And it takes a lot of resilience and a lot of grit to not be a bitter person. Yeah. It takes a lot of resilience and a lot of grit to walk in forgiveness and to 
understand the bigger picture, understand the bigger picture of healing, understand the bigger picture of what God has for us. And, you know, and I think, again, there's for, for people who are more hardened, right, or maybe tend towards that direction, mm-hmm. you know, there's this idea that like, well, I'm strong enough to carry it on my own. Well, no, <laughs> like that's the easy way out, right? Offense mm-hmm, is easy. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Um, but all it does, the ultimate fruit, right, of it is that you're going to have increased pain mm. and you're going to miss out on the joy and the blessings of healthy, good relationships and trusting yeah. relationships. Right. And so we, we think that, you know, staying in bitterness and blaming the other person or judging the other person will somehow relieve that pain. And, and you think mm-hmm. that it gives you control, right? Because anger feels like, right. I mean, you know, that's a, that's a very um, controlling emotion, you mm-hmm. know, and some people are like, I'm not angry. I'm like, Oh, okay. My friend, Aww. let me tell you. All the ways that you are. And so (laughs) just, you know, in the last few minutes. And so an anger can display in a lot of, you know, different ways, but it it can make you feel like you're controlling things again. And it's just a lie. And the more that we partner with lies, the worse our life gets. And that's just Mm. how it works. And that's, you know, I don't like it either. Okay. (laughs) I... I don't like it at all, you know, and so you just also keep carrying it on into your present day experiences. So while these people who may or may not be horrible human beings, right? This is, I mean, they may have done awful things and they deserve whatever God gives them. Okay. Like I'm, you know, I'm here for, you know, (laughs) I'm here for judgment. Right. Uh, yeah. Judgment. (laughs) Justice and judgment. Sorry. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Justice. That's what I meant. (laughs) I'm here for all of that, but, but forgiveness has nothing to do with justice. And you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's about, ourselves. And so what we do is then we just keep letting this thing that this part, these people did, or this person did influence the now. Mm-hmm. And so you're literally just inviting them to hang out and just be a mm-hmm. part of every day of your life and emotionally. Right. And that is just not great. And and mm-hmm. why would you want to do that? We want to move on and and move along from them, you know, or whatever happened in those moments or that relationship and you just keep letting yourself get hurt and hurt over and over again. And then you're like mad at this person who isn't thinking about you at all. Right. Typically. Mm-hmm. And you think it's going to serve you somehow, but it doesn't. I mean, it just doesn't. And, and again, these are all things that I'm personally <laughs> have walked through or walking through and have watched others walk through. And that's where people seem to get stuck. So it's like, so just so we're clear, we're going to hang on to this thing that was, you know, maybe really, really bad. And we're going to let it influence every good thing now. And I'll mm-hmm. say, like, so just so I'm clear, that's the choice you're making. We're yeah. choosing to let X, Y, and Z affect every good thing now. Yeah. Like, well, I don't want that. Okay, well, then we probably need to talk mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And if, yeah. you know, just because you still maybe want a piano to fall on their head at some point, you know, what I mean? like, we'll get to that later. But let's yeah. be, talk about the reality of how this is influencing you now and affecting you now. And if you don't want that, then let's make different choices and different decisions. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I know. Gosh, there's so many, so many things even that you just said that I'm like, oh, we're going to do like a whole episode on that. <laughs> or we're going to really do some deeper dives into some of these things about yeah. just like, okay, then what does the, what about, what about having a heart of justice? What mm-hmm. role does that play? Yeah. Because you're oh, yeah. right. We the process of forgiveness is its own thing, Yes, but it doesn't mean that you don't 
that you lose your heart for justice. That doesn't mean right. that. Like that's part of the God, of the Father's heart. He is a God of justice, right? And so, yeah. what? How does that play into this? And what if I am still angry? And what yeah. if, like, how do we navigate all of these different nuances when it comes to this topic? Stick with us because we're going to do some deeper dives into all of that. Um, but I was just thinking as you were talking, just. I mean, yes, it affects all of our present day experiences. And maybe the saddest of all is that every relationship that you have today is being affected by the unforgiveness that you're holding. Mm -hmm. Because at some level, at some level, big or small, you are projecting the things that we already discussed today, the cynicism, the bitterness, the resentment, the trust issues. Mm -hmm. You are projecting those things onto people who likely had nothing to do. With the original offense, <laughs> they're just right. innocent people who came into your life years and years later, and they are being affected, and your relationship with relationships with them are being affected. And I just, again, you know, I just think about, and not in any way to like somehow remove myself from this group of people, because as I've already shared, as I've been researching and writing these outlines for this episode, I'm like, oh no. I got some work to do. I have some areas that I just have always ignored, never really acknowledged that I know there's no way they're not affecting the way that I do relationship now or try to protect myself now. There's no way that that's not happening. So I don't want to exclude myself, but I just, when I think about people that I've been around who just live in this place of cynicism and resentment and bitterness, they are, they are desperately looking for a reason to be offended by other yeah. people that actually really love them and care about them. I mean, people who have genuine hearts that are for them and that want good things for them, they can easily turn circumstances into, Oh, you're just like everybody else. Like, and it's just, it's heartbreaking to watch it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you are actually sabotaging the relationships that are good and healthy with safe, wonderful people because you are still living in so much of that pain and unforgiveness from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really loved um, in Lisa Turker's book, she said that that person or those people who hurt you, they have caused enough pain for you. Right. And for those around you, enough damage has been done. They have taken enough. And as you said, you now have the choice mm-hmm. to walk this journey of forgiveness and to basically allow your life to no longer be attached to that wound and that pain. Um, and so yeah. that's just, that's why this matters. That's why this matters. We've talked a lot about, you know, all of the effects of it and all the signs of it. And I don't know about you, but I'm just like, I don't really, I don't think I want to live in that place. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested in that life. Yeah. Not interested. Yeah. And I, I mean, you know, I feel like that's the first step, right? Is being like, Oh, no, I don't want that. You know, okay, great. Well, let's do the other things then. Right. Let's get into it. Yeah. (laughs) And so, I mean, we talked about, so what does that look like? Or the fruits of talked about the fruit of unforgiveness. The fruit of forgiveness is going to be peace and joy and, uh, healing and laughter and engaging Mm -hmm. in relationships that thrive. You know, and honestly, not putting, uh, managing your expectations of people, having healthy boundaries, being comfortable, being like, okay, I don't, you know, I don't know if I trust that person yet and being okay with that. Right. And also Mm. being like, I do trust that person and I don't expect them to be perfect because I don't need them to prove to me, you know, that everyone is a good person because, Mm. you know, so I think that's another thing too, is can we manage our healthily manage our expectations 
of who other people are, what they bring to the table, what you bring to the table in relationship with them. And, and that's such an amazingly healthy thing to evaluate. And, and when you're doing that, when you're choosing forgiveness and the path of forgiveness, because, you know, it is often a journey and mm. it's a discipline learning how to function in that you're choosing to live in that peace of God. Right. Yeah. And so when he talks about peace that surpasses all understanding, I mean, you going back to the testimonies you've heard of mm-hmm. these mercy graduates, right? Like there are things that these women have walked through that if I started telling you, people would be like, stop. I don't want to hear that mm-hmm. that has happened. Right. Mm-hmm. So these awful, awful things and they function on the daily in forgiveness and they are reaping the fruits of forgiveness and their life is in freedom because of that, because they chose to live in peace. And so when it surpasses all understanding, like you and I have seen that, yeah. you know, I yeah. haven't walked through a quarter or maybe even a like mm-hmm. it, I don't, well, significantly less than that, than a lot of the people that I've worked with and a lot of people that you've known through mercy mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and I feel like, wow, like I can't believe this gets to be my life, like the freedom mm-hmm. of that and like where God has healed and so how much more, you know, he's, you know, he's ready. He's ready to, yeah. to give that and partner with you in it. But, but remembering, I mean, it's a choice if you want it, you know, mm-hmm. and then, and then it's going to take some work, which is the part that's. Yeah. You know. And that actually makes me wonder. I know you've said this a lot, Brooke, when you've been functioning in this place of unhealth or when I think about mm-hmm. people who have just been just living steeped in bitterness and cynicism it's almost like that has become comfortable for you. And it's such yeah. a, it's just a sad, it's sad. And it's so far from the fullness that God has for you, but it sure is comfortable. Yeah. And so the idea of, like you said, the work that's going to be required to get out of this. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it looks like maybe to live in peace and joy and healing and laughter. Yeah. Like you've said, like, I don't even know what that's like. That's mysterious yeah. and maybe uncomfortable to me. What's comfortable is living in this place. Yeah. I mean, what encouragement do you have for people who are maybe in that place? I mean, and that that's probably not going to be like a massive number of our listeners. I would say that the the majority of people listening to this are probably kind of like you and me. It's like, oh, we still have some things we need to deal with. Yeah. Like there's just some areas and I want to grow in my understanding of forgiveness so that I can walk more fully in it. I don't know what's still to come in my life. I don't know what wounds are still maybe ahead for me. And I need to right. know how to walk this out now. That yeah. may be a lot of our listeners, but there are probably people listening that are in that place of like, I live in this place. And I yeah. don't know if I'm interested in getting out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's just well, comfortable. And that's what's, that's what's so cool. It's just your choice. Yeah. If you were satisfied with your misery, have at it. Right. Mm-hmm. But then know that that affects everybody else around you. There are consequences for it and, and you yeah. won't get the things that you have desired and were so hurt by anyway. If you didn't desire yeah. a healthy relationship that you wouldn't have been offended to begin with. Right. They couldn't have hurt yeah. you anyway. And so I think that it's, you know, I think we have to just be very honest with ourselves when we're talking about, you know, something as important as this, that mm-hmm. here's the thing. If you hear like peace and joy, I don't even know what that means. That's okay. That's great. That's why mm-hmm. this is a journey. You, that's partnering with the Lord. And that is like, all right, Lord, show me what that even looks like, mm-hmm. you know, allowing him to soften your heart in some ways, allowing him mm-hmm. to just. I think it's honestly just sitting and being willing to let him point some things out and pushing and kind of having that faith in him 
right? Having that faith in who God is and what he is willing to do for us, because I think we can yeah. often get caught up and I'm ready to feel better. And that's mm-hmm. having faith in something changing versus who God is and having faith in him and what he can do through it. If that makes sense, like mm. let him carry that weight and and be honest with people, you know, like, you know what? I don't realize maybe I have some unforgiveness and mm-hmm. I'm just being honest with you that I'm there and have them pray for you because it is such a supernatural thing mm-hmm. and God moves and he does it. But the question is like, do you want it? And that's okay. If you don't, mm-hmm. it is, you get to mm-hmm. make that choice. And yeah. if you do and you're like, I don't know what to do with it, then just start pressing in. And this is a good place to start. And, yeah. I, you know, and this may sound really, really mean, but I'm going to say it. Most of the most bitter people I know are Christians mm-hmm. because I yeah. think we have somehow decided we deserve easier, nicer things than yeah. other people or we deserve. You know what I mean? And so whatever that is for you, I think that and, and I'm just speaking for myself you know, we just don't have to, it it doesn't have to be like that. And, but it takes, it takes a lot of effort. So just, Mm -hmm. um, but I think the number one thing is just the surrender of like, okay, this is something I need to let God work on and see where he takes you from there. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like this is a topic that we can easily put into, I mean, forgiveness originated with God. Like he Mm -hmm. came up with this whole idea Yeah, and, I think I've often just only considered it like, okay, well, forgiveness is just like in kind of the Christian sphere. Like that's just kind of that's where it's reserved for is for people who follow Jesus because it's not a natural response. Like forgiveness Mm -hmm. is very supernatural, right? Mm -hmm. And so like people who don't love and follow Jesus, this wouldn't be a thing. It was very interesting to me. I don't remember what we were Google searching on this topic recently. (laughs) Uh I don't know if I was looking at, I I don't remember, but it was fascinating to me to see when I, I don't know if I just searched the word Google, uh, forgiveness, Google, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. But when I did, it was article after article of people that these were not uh, mm-hmm. Christian organizations, uh, Christian doctors. These were all people who just were realizing it was like Hopkins medicine was like the American, mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember APA. I can't remember who, what that stands for. Uh, positive psychology.com, like something else, psychology, like all of these, mm-hmm. um, organizations who had written articles on the science behind why forgiveness matters, the psychology of forgiveness, like how your health is affected mm-hmm. and dependent on you forgiving. And it was mm-hmm. to me just a confirmation of things that we have already said time and time again. And you in all of the studies that you have done and all that you have learned every time psychology or people in that sphere come up with these ideas of like, Oh my goodness, forgiveness matters. You're always kind of going, yep. God said it first. Like yeah. God came up like with this, so but ago. it's yeah. Yeah. So long ago, but it's yeah. so confirming to me that I'm like, he did this for a reason. He has given yeah. forgiveness to us as a gift. It's not a commandment to make life hard. It is a gift yeah. for us. That's right. And I'm just very, it was just interesting to see like, Oh, the world is just now catching up on this. Like, yeah. Oh, this really does affect your brain. It affects your body. It affects your health. It, it affects yes. everything. Everything. And I would just say that even as we tie up today's episode, if if you don't even if you can't even find yourself like wanting to do this for you, I just think forgiveness. What what more powerful testimony is there to the world than forgiveness? Because yeah. it is so like I already said, it is so beyond our natural ability and capability. 
And there's everything about the way our culture and our society and our world works. Like it just pushes against this idea of forgiveness. And so, and there was, there's a quote that I want to read that I just thought captured it so beautifully in Lisa Turkert's book. Um, but this, I, when you just consider people who live in that place of joy and peace and gratitude and healing and laughter versus those who live in bitterness and cynicism, like which one is a better reflection of the father? <laughs> yeah. And which one do I want to, which, what kind of testimony do I want to give to the rest of the world? And I, and I'm just going to, I'm going to read this quote because I think it's the best way to wrap up today. She yeah. said, when, when this world that is so saturated with flesh, resenting flesh, hearts, hating hearts, fists, slamming fists, pride, rising against pride, suddenly sees someone dropping their sword and daring to whisper, I forgive. It stops all. In the split second of that utterance, evil is arrested, heaven touches earth, and the richest evidence of the truth of the gospel reverberates, not just that day, but for generations to come. It was so beautifully said by someone yeah. who's better with words than I am. But yeah, I just I loved that the the picture that it gives to this world of who God is and what His heart is. I mean, there's there's just nothing more powerful than that. And so, man, if nothing else convinced you in our episode today of why this matters, maybe that's it for you. Maybe it's just realizing that if I can live and walk and as a forgiving person. It is a beautiful testimony to the world of who God is. Um, And so that's where we're starting. And y'all, we're going to do some deep dives into all this. Just even this first conversation got me so excited about some of the areas that we're going to dive into in the coming episodes. And so we hope that you uh, were encouraged by this conversation today. And we really hope that you will just stick with us and continue to dive into these topics and share them with people that you think uh, you know, would be encouraged, maybe a little bit challenged by some of the things that we're going to be talking about. And as always, if the content in our podcast has been helpful for you, we would be so grateful if you would help us out by rating the show and writing a review wherever you listen. We recently pulled up our reviews of this podcast and y'all, it was just really encouraging. Brooke and I just look at each other. We just look at each other on a screen mm-hmm. when we're recording these podcasts. We don't get to see you. We don't get to hear from you. <laughs> So it's always nice to know that there are actually people on the other side of this listening and being encouraged. So um, we would love for you to write reviews, not just for our good, but also it just really helps to get that the word out about this podcast to to other people. And so um, if you also have any thoughts or questions about anything that we have discussed, or as always, if you would like to share your ideas for future podcast topics, please let us know by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. And to find out more about Mercy Multiplied, head over to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thank you all so much for joining us.